baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 6.43, 17 before 7 Thursday morning. That's the time we usually join Mike Strain, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry, and today is no exception. How you doing, Mike? Man, I am doing great. It's good to be back in Louisiana this yeah. week. Where were you? Really good. I was in Washington, D.C. last week when I called. Yeah. I was at Reagan International Airport coming home, spent the week up there with my fellow ag commissioners and working Capitol Hill visiting our congressional delegation and the USDA and, of course, all the other alphabet agencies up there, EPA, you know, and working with foreign trade and that sort of thing. So a lot of things going on. We're really focusing, and we're going to be working very hard on expanding our foreign trade and uh, a renewed focus on, on our foreign trade, you know, with our agricultural products. We're going to try to look at small countries less served. And so places that people really don't go, that's mm-hmm. where we're going to try to go and sell products. We're excited about that. I believe in Sunday I'll be going to Cuba for a few days. Uh, there'll be six of us, ag commissioners, a very small delegation. We'll be meeting with their, with their ag ministry, their foreign trade ministry, and, and look to see what's changed. I was there, but it was seven years ago I went to Cuba. And we're going to look at what's going on there. New things, we are selling rice and we're selling chicken and corn from Louisiana into Cuba. Uh, there's a, a substantial growth in small, individual, private companies. So their their government system and the way they do business is changing, and we're going to try to tap into that and and get a better understanding. You know, hands-on understanding. We'll be there with a, the American ambassador to Cuba. We'll be at the ambassador's residence, which is also called the Southern White House, actually, hmm. because it was built that if the president ever had to leave America, he would actually go to Cuba to that to that facility we'll be there but really looking at how we can uh grow trade between our private companies and their private companies and sell louisiana and american products so it's a trade mission it is sponsored by the federal government by the foreign ag service and then we'll be looking at some other countries such as sub-saharan africa and you know different pacific rim co- countries that we really just nobody visits and guess what we're going to go visit and see if we can strike up some trade and move some product. And that's a fine line, huh, Mike, that you got to straddle between you want to do business with them, you want to feed people, you want people to have enough to eat, but then you might not necessarily agree with the government that, that is in place. That's right. But under the Monroe Doctrine, everything in this hemisphere is our business. And if we're not there, if we're not there participating, if we're not there close to them, then someone else is. And that someone else, unfortunately, was Russia. Now it's China. And so, you know, they are there. Uh, the Canadians are there. So we need to have a presence there. And, yes, but, you know, if you're ever going to change that government, you've got to ha- allow Americans to go there and allow the Cuban people freely, the Cuban mm-hmm. people, to come here. We did that during the Cold War. You know, we would take, you know, students from across the world and educate them in America, and then they would go back home to their countries. And when they went back, they would bring back the ideas of capitalism and others. You know, one of my graduate students that 
you know, trained when and got a Ph.D. here. You know, at first the Russians grabbed him and brought him to vet school in Siberia, and he was from north, from Zambia, northern Rhodesia. Then we brought him here. He got his Ph.D. Well, look, he is a staunch capitalist, and now he's a leader back in his country. And that's how you turn the tide. The people have to turn the tide. We can't forcibly turn it. They have to turn it. But, and right now, you know, we, if we just want to sell them food, we're not worried. We're not, they're not, not going to give them anything. Right. Uh, but things haven't changed now since, what, the, the 60s when the embargo was in place. And we need to have a presence now. We need to see what's going on. We need to have eyes on of what's happening down and there. What kind of products, Mike, and what could that mean to Louisiana agriculture? Well, you know, prior to the embargo, Port of New Orleans, 60% of all exports to and imports from Cuba came through the Port of New Orleans. They desperately need rice. They buy rice mainly from Vietnam. Uh, They also need corn. Well, they need all food products. Bottom line, they import $2 billion a year of food products. And we need to be in that mix where, you know, we sell them chicken. We're the primary seller of chicken into Cuba, and that's through the Port of New Orleans, through Linish Logistics. But we need to open it up to all those smaller companies to where those private enterprises, private free enterprises, can buy directly. You know, a lot of times you do have to sell or they have sold to uh, the, the Cuban government. But now with the rise of the small companies, we're making deals with the small companies, and that's our focus. So let me ask you this, and this might be a third-grade question, but when it comes to meeting demand in Cuba and expanding markets, does Louisiana sell everything that they grow, and would this mean farmers would start planting more and growing more so they can sell more, or would they sell what they don't sell now? No, we sell everything that we grow, but by expanding markets, you can command a better price on your product across the board. And so as you grow that and you expand that, and then there's more need for product, so then we would expand acreage and grow that. There is going to be a growth in the expansion of food products sold from Louisiana and America. We are falling short across the world on supply and demand. And specifically, the big two are in rice and wheat, direct consumables. And across the world, the world is consuming more than it's producing, and we've been eating into inventory. So there's a growing demand. And what will happen is that if we can fill these niches, we can fill these markets, you have a realignment of product. The product that Cuba is buying right now from Vietnam, they're paying a higher price for a lower quality product. We can fill that void. We can sell it right there 90 miles off the coast of the United States and, or, and directly across here. That means we don't have to ship our product as far. And at the bottom line is, is that our farmers and our exporters make more money uh, on their product, and they're paid better. And so, again, trade lifts all ships. Let me take Period. a quick let me take a quick break, Mike. I want to talk about crawfish when we come back. Louisiana seafood, also some census results, and a lot more. We're talking to Mike Strain, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry. I love having Mike Strain on because, as you just heard, he is a very smart man. He's a veterinarian as well, and, and he knows business. He knows a lot of stuff, and we learn every time. He's on 650, 10 till 7, traffic now, WWL. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did 655 5 till 7 tommy tucker wwl talking to our friend mike strank commission louisiana department of agriculture and forestry very smart man but he can uh, hang with the locals as well tell me what's on crawfish tales you got a new episode out or not yes we do we went and did pasta lab in Lake Charles yesterday, Michael Gardner. And it's amazing. You know, he's a certified company, uses Louisiana local products. Mm-hmm. Everything he can buy local, he does. And he makes all types of pasta, which is sold in finer restaurants as well as over-the-counter and in stores. And so there's three people together. This is his love and his passion. And he has a small manufacturing facility, and he makes some, mag- some really magnificent uh, types of pastas with cheese. You know, we tried some, but it's incredible. And so Pasta Lab and from Lake Charles, Michael Gardner, some just wonderful products, fresh. And you talking about fresh. I mean, he's made right there, and he's been making pasta for years, and it's his passion. He has all types of different pastas. And, of course, and just to watch how it's made and to see the passion. And, you know, he makes raviolis and all these different pastas. You got to try some pasta lab out of Lake Charles. So it was a lot of fun. I don't care what it is. If somebody has passion for what they're doing, I could watch them do it all day. Tell them people how they find Crawfish Tales, Mike. Oh, you can just go to our website uh, or our Facebook and tune in to Crawfish Tales and just Department of Ag and Forestry. Go to our website or check out on uh, Facebook. And it's also on YouTube. And very soon, uh, we're going to be having it playing on uh, public broadcast and PBS. All right, let's go from crawfish, T-A-L-E-S, to crawfish, T-A-I-L-S. What's the outlook for it crawfish season? It might be the season? same, the tail of the crawfish, right? There you go. That's T-A-L-E-S. right. Yeah, so I spoke to some of my farmers yesterday. I said, okay, tell me what's going on. So they're starting to catch some. Of course, we got this cold weather coming this weekend. That's not going to help. That slows them down. It slows down growth. And so you really got to get about two weeks after the last cold snap, and they're, they're starting to grow. You see we found some crawfish you know, in the stores available. Unfortunately, they're $9 to $10 a pound. But we're hoping that in two weeks we'll know, you know what the volume is going to be, and it should be warming up. You know, crawfish like warm weather, 65 mm-hmm. to 85 degrees and consistently. And in about two weeks we should have some crawfish. Now, at the beginning, the price is still going to be high. I think once they start fishing all the ponds, they were fishing real hard as I I traveled out to Lake Charles yesterday. And so we're trying very hard to catch crawfish, and we're hoping from the interstate north within, you know, one to two weeks, more like two weeks, we'll start getting availability enough to borrow and bring that price down. I was talking to Tommy Satanovich yesterday about oysters, uh, Mike, and, and I wanted to talk to you about that, too, with seafood. We tend to get hooked on crawfish, but they got a lot of Louisiana seafood you can eat during Lent as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a, a Rouse's flyer. They built a Rouse's right next door to my office in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. and you can get, you know, shrimp, really nice shrimp for 4 to $5 a pound, $5 a pound for shrimp. And so shrimp are available, too. Oysters are available. We do, you know, we have really, really... I just, yeah, we, when you get crawfish on the brain, you get it on the brain. 
But again, you can get 1625s at $7 a pound, wild caught Louisiana crawfish. I'm sorry, Louisiana shrimp. I don't want to mess that up. Right. Louisiana shrimp. Uh, but so they're there. And you know, it used to be we, we used to have big shrimp boils too. So until you can get your crawfish, as you say, if you have that, that, uh, that on V, in other words, you've got to have some, boil some shrimp. Or get a crab. When's the last time you got a hamper full of crabs mm-hmm. and boiled some crabs? All that Louisiana seafood. And don't forget, you can fry some catfish as well. And as we, and we will bridge this gap. Because, look, it's Lent. It's my favorite time of the year. And, look, this week you, got, you have to have seafood on Ash Wednesday and on Friday. So it's all good. Can you boil alligator and boil like crawfish? Well, you probably could. But I tell you, I've had some alligator tacos and they cook an alligator. I'm, it's just incredible. It can be cooked many ways, but it is a, a redder meat that way. But I, you know, I would I would saute it or cook it down, and you know, in a nice roux. But they're also grilling it and putting it on tacos. Tommy Satanovich made some alligator tacos for me. Again, Drago's our good friend. Yeah. that were out of this world. Outstanding. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate your time. And by the way, the Archbishop did say alligator does count as seafood. Thank you, Mike Strang, Commissioner Louisiana oh, Department of <laughs> Agriculture and Forestry. Safe travels, my friend. When we come back. We're going to talk with the crawfish specialist with the LSU Ag Center. Dig down deep. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 